Hey everyone, thanks so much for listening to the podcast. My name is Caleb Mason, and I'm so excited for you to be here with me today. Today, we are continuing our series called Everyday Hope, and especially during the midst of the coronavirus of COVID-19. I just want to be providing stories of of just hope and what, what life looks like for people. And so today we're going to do that as well. And today I'm actually talking with uh, one of the best people I know. I'm talking with my uh, my aunt Brenda, Brenda, Brenda Young, who is the senior pastor of Cornerstone Church in Akron, Ohio, and uh, just talking with her about what life looks like, some of the stuff uh, that she is uh, doing right now, and what's encouraging her. I, before we jump into that, I want to remind you that the music that you're listening to right now is brought to you by my good friend, Sam Massey. If you have any audio or video needs, feel free to reach out to him, and he would love to help you with that as well. Anyway, as I mentioned today, I'm talking with my Aunt Brenda, and so here is our conversation. Brenda, it's so excited to have you back here on the podcast. I'm excited to be here. I was thrilled that you asked me. Not only um, do I love being on your broadcast, but but uh, this is a, an adventure for me at this stage of where our country is right now. It's, yeah. a, it's the highlight of my week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just talk, talk a little bit about uh, just kind of what you're going through right now. Okay. Well, um, I'm like a lot of people and and um, probably more than we even know. I'm, I'm like a lot of people who, whose immune system is very compromised. And um, I have myasthenia gravis, which is an autoimmune disease. And uh, it's very, um, it's hard on your respiratory system anyways. And that's the, if a person dies from uh, complications of MG, it comes from respiratory issues. And so, um, I am uh, on my 21st day of complete quarantine uh, where I'm not with anybody. Um, I, I have occasional uh, visitors to my house uh, because of my job, uh, but they come in masked and gloved and you know all of that. Um, not very often, only one day a week does that happen. But um, so I'm, I'm on the big time quarantine. It's not... Uh, shelter at home. It's like quarantine at home. It's the real deal. Uh, that's what I'm uh, doing. And um, it's, it's uh, challenging, but you know, it's, it's okay. I, I have uh, Marco Polo and FaceTime and Zoom and uh, Google Duo. So I, I do, I'm much better off than somebody in a nursing home or a hospital or 
or even many of the uh, people who are alone. I'm thankful for that. And with you being the like the senior pastor at Cornerstone, can you talk about how uh, like obviously things have changed um, in the past few weeks, and even even what are you guys doing to just remain connected with uh, the, your congregation, even amongst your staff and everything too? Okay, um, yes, I well the when I realized how limited I was going to be, um, I named our campus pastor at uh, Portage Lakes. Uh, Jacob Young as the acting senior pastor. As far as the day-to-day operations, I still am the senior pastor with, you know, vision casting and, and all of that kind of thing. But, but he's uh, doing that. So that's, that's been a change, you know, letting someone who is more um, uh, able to be on the ground than me uh, be in charge. That, that was a good decision uh, that I made. But we, we're meeting with, um, by Zoom, we meet sometimes every day. We have three scheduled meetings for sure a week with our entire staff on um, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And they're kind of the team huddles, making sure we know what everybody's doing, making contact. Um, I'm so glad for technology and I'm so glad that Cornerstone and I myself personally were ahead of the curve on this. When I see the struggles that churches are having on Facebook and other places, trying to get up and running, trying to figure out how to maintain touch with their people. Uh, it's really difficult. I know um, uh, I, ha- I have several pastor friends who pretty much made fun of Facebook and social media and said that you know, they were preachers of the word and this is what they did. They didn't mess around with that kind of stuff. And so now they're in a day that I believe is changing the church forever. I, I believe that our culture and um, and that the church culture for sure is going to be widely different when this is over. We're going to approach things in a different way and know that we, um, that we need to do that. And we're, we're doing that. We've called every, every person that calls Cornerstone Church their church. We have teams of people. Um, we, we typically have ministry partners, which is what we call our volunteers, but we have special ones who are crisis ministry uh, partners, people who will um, do uh, phone calls, regular phone calls to people who are depressed and anxious, to senior adults, to, you know, all of, all of that. We have people who are, uh, are gifted at counseling, not, um, not necessarily licensed, but they're, they're spiritually gifted to do this, that are volunteering that. Um, we have kids events uh, happening, Wacky Friday, and then, you know, uh, special kids things on Sundays for them. Uh, Instagram things going on, all, all kinds of stuff. We're doing, we're using all of technology that we can to contact people, and then, um, you know, uh, we're delivering food, mess, medicines, picking up medicines, uh, encouraging people to let us know. We have on our website, and um, you know, the phone is answered um, all hours of the day or night if they need something to call, so we can get someone to them and. So we're, you know, delivering groceries and medical supplies and all of that kind of stuff. We're doing all of that. One thing that um, you'll, you'll like this, I may have uh, told you this before, but maybe the listeners will uh, be interested in this. When my dad, your grandfather, was in uh, Walnut Creek in the last years of his life, uh, we tried to set him up with a computer and he just couldn't manage it. He couldn't manage it. He, we had tried, we had attempted earlier 
uh, to do that. And it was too hard for him, he thought, and so he quit. But that had been, you know, quite a few years before that. That had been when he was um, in his 80s. And he could have learned it then, but he just didn't want to put the time into it. He's a little antsy, a little active running around, you know, that kind of stuff. And he didn't see the benefit. And he told me one day, he said, I get so envious and so disappointed in myself when I see my neighbor across the hall from me be on their computer and they're laughing and they're getting pictures and they're, you know, having things from their family. He said, I think that could have been me if I would have taken the time to learn something that was hard for me earlier. And he always called me Brindy. And he said, now Brindy, he said, you make sure <laughs> that anytime something new comes along that looks like it might have value, don't tell yourself you don't need it. You learn how to do that because there'll be a day yet that you wish that you did. And so I took that seriously. I am a technical nerd, but I, I mean, I am not gifted at that. But I find somebody who's willing to be patient with me to work through all of this stuff that I need to know. And I'm so glad because right now I, I would be worthless as a pastor right now if I did not know how to do the things that I know how to do now. So, so that's, that's how it's changed for us. Yeah. And it's, it's really cool. Uh, from my perspective, I was, I was just, uh, you know, with being a friend, uh, with you on Facebook, I was seeing some of your posts and I'm like, Holy cow, you have like, like almost a couple hundred comments on like some of your posts and I know it's so crazy much, and so much engagement too. Yeah, it, it is. It's, it's just, it's remarkable. And it's that way, typically it's pretty high, but now it's just like over the top. And people, people tell me the first thing I do in the morning is to see if you've posted anything yet. And I'm so disappointed when you haven't. And uh, this is coming from people outside of our church, just community people, you know, just people. Mm -hmm. Well, I know that uh, you start working and doing things for Cornerstone as well, but you do have, uh, we're, we're all just finding ourselves with a little bit more time than we normally have. And so uh, what, are you feeling, what are you filling your time with right now? Oh, Caleb, I, I'm telling you, I, I fooled myself. I thought when, you know, they told us how long this was going to be, I assumed that by now I would have my house spotless that I would have my storage area cleaned and all of that put away. I really don't have any time I need to fill. I am, I am so busy with, you know, so many things. The people care, you know, making phone calls, checking in on, on, on things. That takes a lot of time. And then um, also, you know, I am uh, the founder and executive director of uh, Clear Blue. And this is not just affecting the United States. It's all over the world. And I, oh my goodness, Caleb, my heart just breaks for people. I hear from people in India every single day um, uh, who are wanting me to pray for them more than anything, uh, but uh, also, you know, wondering if there's any money, any anything I can do for them uh, because they're in, they're in positions and it's, you know, it's not cold over there. It's very warm but they're in little tiny places and they're in complete order. They have a curfew. They have complete, you know, they're on complete lockdown and they don't have food. They, you know, there's so many things they don't have. And so, you know, trying to figure out ways that, uh, you know, I can 
kind of help them. I, because of our charter as Clear Blue, Clear Blue cannot send money for anything but water. You know, we can't do that. But trying to help them out in other ways. And man, I have a monthly budget and my monthly budget is generally, um, you know, used up in all the charitable giving that I can afford and, and more than that. But uh, I, this is the, this is the first of April that, you know, and uh, by Friday, I, I will have spent all of my um, unnecessary funds just trying to help out these people. So that takes a lot of time, you know, trying to figure that out. Um, and then you mentioned, um, you know, Facebook writing, doing stuff like that for, for social media. I do a lot of that. But um, other things, when I do find time, like, I, you know, I don't have oodles of it on my time, but I do try to find some time to do self-care, you know, that helps me out. So I love to read. And the book I'm reading right now that is really fabulous, I don't know if you've read it yet, I won't be surprised if you have, but is Double Blessing by Mark Patterson, or Mark Batterson, have you read that? Oh, I haven't read it oh, yet. Oh my goodness, it's how to get God's double blessing in your life and, and how to give it to other people, and it's really, really good. So that's helping me. Uh, books, I've been um, watching movies more than normal. The three that have really helped me so far, and I've really enjoyed our Harriet. That was so good. Mm -hmm. And Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Um, and um, uh, just last night, I watched The Call of the Wild with um, Harrison Ford. And, you know, so those, those movies are good. And scrapbooking, I finished a scrapbook. <laughs> I've got, I, I have uh, more, you know, I have so many scrapbooks. I could, I could spend the entire quarantine and not be done if I, if I caught up all my scrapbooks, but doing that. And then also something that has, um, I've been doing is in my life planner, I'm working really hard on my goals for the future and not just setting goals, but getting a strategy to get there because, you know, in the day to day of living, most of us say we don't have the time or at least we don't take the time to really evaluate where we are and where we want to go. And I, I realize that, you know, um, my, you know, my, my life is, uh, not, you know, it, it's not guaranteed. And I do have things that I want to accomplish before I'm out of here if I can, and I need to have a strategy. So, so that's, that's occupying quite a bit of my time. And then, uh, you know, just in, in the world right now, you know, we're just going through a lot of different stuff. And I think it's really important during this time that as much as there is to be discouraged about, we, we can find encouragement and find hope. And so what are, what are you seeing in the world right now, whether that be um, news stories or on Facebook or social media, what are you seeing that is just encouraging you right now? I'm, I'm telling you, Caleb, I'm seeing so many hopeful things. In fact, I just started this week. Uh, calling it uh, WBMY, uh, uh, broadcasting from your radio station, telling the good news, um, because there's so much bad news out there that we overlook. There's really more good news than there, there is bad news. It's just that the bad news is big and uh, pervasive. But um, there's so many things that encourage me. One is seeing what people are doing. 
you know, the creative ideas, like the one on a bear hunt. Have you heard of that? I, ha- I have. There are, there are some bears in my, parents, uh, in, my, in my parents' windows right now. Yes, that's right. Me too. Me too. So I, I think just the creative ideas that people are coming up with, you know, doing things like that and having parades are, uh, we have um, uh, people, I, I have a friend who lives in a, a assisted living place that's in a wheelchair and she organized a wheelchair parade um, with everybody that had motorized wheelchairs, socially distanced, but to uh, go around their neighborhood and wave at everybody and just the creativity of people doing that and pulling together, uh, seeing what people are doing to encourage either, you know, uh, I loved it. There's, there was a story and then other people have mimicked it and done it in their own area. Um, uh, a guy uh, playing, um, blasting out music from his second story of his house in his neighborhood at seven o'clock every night and asking all the people in his neighborhood to get out in their driveways and dance. And so that's what they do. They were, they were dancing to Mick Jagger the other day, and it was so cool to see him. Um, seeing how people are, are helping each other doing that, that's so great. Seeing, um, oh, you know, you still have the cynics, you still have those people. But seeing more people being willing to pull together, regardless of their political persuasion, you know, race and all those other divisions, that's been um, encouraging. Another thing that's encouraging to me is being the beneficiary of people who do these things. You know, my love for Starbucks is legendary in the area. (laughs) And it is the most amazing thing, Caleb. I get a couple times a week, I'll get a text from somebody from different people. And they'll say, in five minutes, your drink is on your windowsill. And it will almost always have a note written on the side of it from the baristas at, at Starbucks to me. So just being the recipient of, you know, people recognizing that life is harder than it used to be. That's been wonderful. Um, seeing the, the, just the encouragement and all of that, I think it, in, it encourages me to see the flowers come up. You know, I walk out in my yard uh, about every day if it's not raining and, and seeing the flowers come up every year, ones that you know, I planted years ago and ones that have been planted recently and, and thinking, yeah, man, they go through a horrible winter every winter. They do that and they come back again. So that encourages me hearing the birds chirp, you know, all of those things encouraging me. Um, seeing people take care of their uh, and appreciate healthcare people encourages me. Um, you know, there's, I, I know our church is uh, uh, doing uh, dinners for uh, healthcare workers in our locations and the people um, and the first responders, you know, doing that kind of stuff. And I see many other people doing things like that. Um, that's, that's just wonderful, the appreciation for them. And I, I also, you know, we, we hear so much criticism of the uh, medical community so much of the time. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure a lot of that is, is justified, or at least some of it is. But it's been encouraging to me to see the way my doctors have cared for me in this period of time. I have two doctors that have called me personally to check on me. Um, That's incredible. That tells me, it encourages me that people in this time are getting up and going to work to take care of sick people when they know they're endangering themselves. How can you not be encouraged by that? 
there, um, there's no question that there's evil in our world, but there's an awful lot of good people, an awful lot of good people. And that encourages me so, so much. And then of course my faith, my faith encourages me. I know that as sure as the sun comes up in the morning, Jesus is already here and God is caring for me. That's my faith. I, I see far more things every day to be encouraged about. I mean, we have, this is a terrible virus, but more people are recovering than dying. Um, it will end. We will live through this. That's encouraging to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I absolutely love that perspective. On it. I could completely agree in the midst of all of this stuff. Um, it's important for us to look for the hope. It's important for us yes. to look for the encouraging absolutely. things. Because you find whatever you look for. You know, if, if you find reasons to be defeated and to be hopeless, you don't have to look very far. But you don't have to look very far to find hope either. If you, if you, want, to, if you want to be hopeful, you're going to find more than ample evidence that there's reason to hope. Well, Aunt Brenda, thanks so much for being on the podcast today. I know that people are going to want to continue to um, just connect with you and even Cornerstone as well. So where's the best place for people to go to do those things? The best place for people to connect yep. is uh, with me. You can connect on, on Facebook with um, Brenda Mason Young, and um, I'll check you out and see if you're weird. <laughs> <laughs> If you have only a profile picture and no friends, I will not accept you. <laughs> but most of the time, I'll accept your, uh, your friend request, and you can do that. Cornerstone Church in Akron, Ohio is on there. Uh, cornerstonechurch.info or cornerstonechurch.family. Either one of those places you can find us, and uh, you'll be very, very encouraged. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for being on today. Thank you. Thanks for the invitation. God bless you. Hey, and everybody have hope. We're going to live through this thing. Brenda was saying, we always have a reason to hope and that tomorrow can be better. And if it's not tomorrow, maybe, maybe it's the next day, but whatever it is, we will get through this. We'll get through it together. Thanks so much for listening today. Stay safe and talk to you soon.